Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Ambar After. This week we'll be chatting things born and born again and Jason Bourne. Which is really handy because there's a new Jason Bourne film out this week. Joining me this week to chat about Jason Bourne is... Born enthusiast. A born enthusiast. <laughs> Shawser Franken. Don't bother Googling that because you can't spell it. Nope. Hello, hello, hello. My week's been fine. I bought a new laptop so I'm pretty skimped. But at least I'm more portable now. Just like a caravan. How's you, Shasov? <laughs> Trying to fill my days reading, born, watching, born, being, boring. That's about the height of it. Right, let's jump right on then. So, why do you like Born in the Born movies? Um, the first time I ever encountered Born was on a family holiday, one of those free library swap book things. Um, the second book, not the first, found the second book, Born Supremacy years before the movies came out and instantly just being like a James Bond kind of kid loved it it had spies it had the danger the woman the guns the car chases everything so from then so I assume that transferred over to the movies as well uh the stories are vastly different but the movies are so much more visual that you get to watch everything that you would have read had you read the books they're the fight scenes are a lot more fast-paced. There's a lot more action. There's a lot more. There's a lot less left of the imagination. Everything is there. Everything is so fluid and exciting. You're sitting on the edge of your seat, just watching and waiting for the finishing move. <laughs> they just bring yeah. the enemy down. <laughs> no, like they do. Like the Bourne films are obviously famous for their improvised weapons. Yes, something I am a big fan of. You've got in. Like, in every movie, there is something that wouldn't be your typical weapon that becomes just so deadly in the hands of Jason Bourne. You've got, in the prison apartment, in the first one, you've got the pen. Second one's a magazine. Third one's the book in an apartment. And he clowers the guy with a book. And the new film, of course, has so many different scenes. But everything at hand is just so capable of killing you. Right, you mentioned the new one, so what do we think of the new one? I am a huge fan of Bourne in general. The new one held a lot more simply because I was a bit let down by the Bourne legacy so it's good return to form to have Jason Bourne back again at the helm with Paul Greengrass and Matt Damon and just being what Bourne should be. It's just a typical Bourne film all over again. Yep, like I found it myself a slight retread stone. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're obviously, it, it has to be a personal stakes involved for Bourne, so they've kind of brought his father into play here, and that's why he's kind of off on another mission to find out more about who he was and how his father was involved. And, but it's just another reason to get the action going again, and it's just it's a good entry in the Bourne franchise. Bringing, bringing the factor of his father and his past in, has in this film at least has given us a lot more. I know that in the third film there were scenes where he had met people from his past, but it was quite brief, and there were the flashbacks and things, but not nothing was really uh, explained in such a satisfactory way as in the new film, where his past comes a lot more to the fore. Yeah, true. Uh, what did you think of the action scenes in the newest Jason Bourne? The action scenes are always the best part of the Bourne films, always. The new ones are, it's like everything, it's like even the new Bond films, everything is a lot darker, everything's a lot grittier, 
I think the most disappointing one was probably the first one because it lasted all of maybe like 20 seconds, but it's something you see in the trailer, so not spoiler territory yet. Uh, the rest are just something typical fair. They're drawn out in a good, satisfying way. There's a lot of blood, a lot of vicious, you know, hand-to-hand combat. And, I mean, it felt a lot better, a lot newer, even though it is the same ground that they're treadstoning on, it does feel a lot fresher and a lot yeah. better. The, the There's a certain car chase through Las Vegas, and that is just insane to watch on the <laughs> screen. Yes. It's refreshing to see... Every, every movie that's set in Vegas or has a set piece in Vegas, you see the strip, you see people gambling, old ladies sitting at poker machines, and then the ding, ding, ding of the machines. <laughs> it's like, it's just a part. It seems to be every movie has those. This, it's refreshing to see. It's like a brand new city. The car chase is probably the best part about the film. It's just action-packed and it's such a great scene to see because there are so many places that you don't see in films when it comes to Vegas and this has expanded it from that one street and there's such a massive open area where you can see all this action going on. It's great. We're also treated to a few new cast members as well and Tommy Lee Jones is brought on as the new latest CIA foil and he plays his usual grizzled old self and, <laughs> but it's a, it's, it's a really good kind of enemy nearly for Bourne to, fight, to play against. Yes, I I think as a character, like Tommy Lee Jones obviously is not a young guy anymore, <laughs> but he really fits his character simply because he is that old, wasn't, he just has the prototypical look of a bad guy, a bad guy empire who is using his own wily, wormy ways to get what he wants, and he does fit the character, born in himself as well, Matt Damon, obviously not as old <laughs> as Tommy Lee Jones, but he looks the part of an operative who has gone on, out under the cold and is now feeling the wrath of age and time and <laughs> being on the run. He looks he looks like he's had yeah, he's starting to look all the age, stress. <laughs> he looks like he's had all the stress of being born in real life, but in the way that it's more relatable because you can see the progression of age of someone who is supposed to be on the run for so long. Alicia Vikander also joins the cast as a highly competent kind of hacker, nearly CIA operative, and she's fine. No, there's nothing necessarily stand out in the role. She holds her ground. I, I would tend to disagree. There was something really spectacular in the way she carried herself. She she wasn't necessarily all that enthralling, but you could tell that she was smart. She was capable. She was very wily in her actions and her defenses in the film. She did come off a bit I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't phrase it manipulated, but in a way there was a lot going on in the background that she didn't seem to understand until it was blatantly obvious. She's definitely a very capable character, but I think there could have been a, a bit more to her in terms of being a bit aware, spatially aware of what was going on and what the plans were of yeah. other people. Fair enough. She was a bit naive towards Bourne, I suppose. Like, So overall, what did you think of Jason Bourne? It's a definite solid return to the roots of a film franchise that widely 
widely different from the books, <laughs> but definitely. In How many stars out of five? Out of five, I would say I would say a solid four at least. If you are interested in the Bourne films, it's definitely something that you'll be interested in. It's just it's a gritty return to a forum and affair that we've been before. You're not going to expect anything massively different. It's the home comforts of the Bourne films. Of the Forgotten I, Man, I, Jason yeah, Bourne. <laughs> I completely agree. I also gave it four stars and it's just a good entry in the Bourne franchise. And it's a franchise of good entries. <laughs> so it's a four star makes it sound like, oh, it's not as good, but it's still a good film. It's yeah. just like Ultimatum for me is still the best. But it's the solid it's a solid set work, it's a solid entry into into the franchise. You're not expecting anything massively different, as I said, but it still feels fresh. It still feels new. It's like returning home after after being away for that short one legacy film <laughs> <laughs> and returning to a character that everyone knows and loves and is enthralled by. I'm going to have a go at introducing a new feature here on the podcast. I'm going to read out one of the old reviews from Ember, and I'm going to get you all to try and guess what it is. Not you, Shossov, don't worry. <laughs> the listeners. Fists, elbows, feet, knives, and guns in mud, nightclub, cars, and a kitchen. Broken up by plot. What film is that? What does it sound like to you? Honestly, I have no idea. Just another time there. Fuss, elbows, feet, knives, and guns in mud, nightclub, cars, and a kitchen. Broken up by plot. Now, what film would that be? Hmm. There's a few it could be. Get in touch. You might get your name read out in the podcast. And if it's a really poor answer, you'll get that read out in the podcast too. <laughs> so uh, don't, ways no you can, poor answers. <laughs> no poor answers, please. Ways you can get in touch are we're Mbar Films on Twitter, Mbar Films on Facebook, and mbar.co.uk forward slash films on the interwebs. Get in touch and give us a shout. The other day I finally caught up with Ben Wheatley's High Rise. A film filmed in Bangor, somewhere that looks like a dystopian crumbling stuck in the 70s society. Stars Tom Huston. Set in the high rise where the lower classes are at the bottom and the higher classes are at the top and the middle classes are right in the middle. And it's filmed so beautifully just as everything around them is beginning to crumble. As the whole society itself begins to eat itself from the inside. And how the wealthy try to exude their power. After watching I felt like I needed someone who's much much smarter than me to come over and explain it to me there's metaphors there are plenty but I think half of them went over my head didn't stop my enjoyment of the film there's plenty for a viewer to get out of it Tom Hiddleston's great in his kind of calm demeanour was he slowly actually kind of benefits from the meltdowns but there's just this summer intention you're just like What's going to happen? Who's going to die? Who's going to press whose buttons? What causes it all to tick over? And as a film, it's delicious. Something you can sink your teeth into. But as I said, I think I need someone smarter than me to figure it out. Which is probably why I've given it four stars. I think I would have loved it a lot more if I got a lot more. But that's it for me. And for me. So till next time, have a happily member after.